Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everyone, I hope you're having an awesome day so far. So today's talk is all about receptivity. That is the theme this week, but receptivity is a very broad topic. It also includes things like trust, things like patience, things like being open, things like following that little intuitive voice that we all have inside of us. And receptivity, I want to clarify that this openness, this allowing has boundaries. It's actually, it works better if we have boundaries. So it's knowing what is for us and what is not for us. And that feeling is decided by our heart and our gut. So again, we have to come back to this feeling of knowing that we can let go, right? Knowing that we have this foundation to be able to say, no, this is not for me, or yes, this is for me. And you will feel that in your gut. You can take a deep breath, you can place your hands on your stomach, and you can ask yourself, is this for me? And you'll feel this gut reaction. And if you don't feel it, then it means that you don't have enough data yet to, to find the clarity. But receptivity is about being open mainly to ourselves. You know, like our whole life, our, the outcomes we have, the career where we live, our interactions with others, our relationships is all determined on our own internal guidance system right? So we have to have that connection with ourselves, that knowing, right? Being able to sit and listen and connect to that knowing and then being able to follow that. So receptivity is about stillness. It's about quiet. It's about just being. It's about allowing things to unfold at their natural pace. It's about not forcing. It's about this deep-rooted trust that the cycle of life is happening as it should, right? So, like, we are nature. We are, you know, we build these houses, (laughs) and we're in these cars, and we're on these screens to keep us separate, but really, we come from the same source as the trees and as the streams and as all the animals and everything in life has its natural cycle the trees lose their leaves in the fall certain animals hibernate during the winter there are rainy seasons and there are dry seasons everything has its ebb and flow even a river has, I mean, it literally has ebbs and flows, right? And it's the same thing with us. We also have those ebbs and those flows in life. Things happen that make us feel stuck, that make us feel 
like we're not moving anywhere. But really, those times in our lives are very valuable because that stillness, that period of stillness, if we look at it as a period where we can become introspective and reflect on our lives, reflect on ourselves, really reform that strong line of connection to our own spirit, then whenever we get to a place where we're in a flow, it'll be more aligned. It'll be more clear. It'll be, it'll have more momentum behind it. It will be in a direction that we actually want. So that's where trust comes in, right? It's reminding yourself over and over and over again that if you are in an ebb, it is time to sit in it. It is time to sit and it is time to be open. It is time to ask yourself, what do I have to learn from this? Why is this moment here for me now? What can I gain from this moment of stillness? And the journaling prompts will help you with all of this kind of reflection. But it's reminding yourself that again and again and again. And trust is something that we learn, you know, because these moments come up throughout our lives. And we always tend to be surprised, right? Like we're going, things are great. And then like some shit happens and we're like, oh, why did this happen? But if we learn to realize, if we learn that this is naturally going to happen. So when we're in our high, we know that we're going to hit an ebb. That a low will come in some shape or form. And the same thing when we're in a low, that it's going to pass. So not becoming attached to either, either high or low. Knowing that it is just part of life. And taking from it what we can. And then it's reminding ourselves to have patience. Because... There are so many times that we can look back in our lives and see things that happened. And at the moment, we were like, why is this happening to me? (laughs) I thought this was going to happen, and now this is happening. And over time, we start to see why it happened. And that's the case again. That is always going to be the case. So it's reminding yourself of that, that you have been through hard things, you've done hard things before, and you will continue doing hard things, but it's a good thing because when taken advantage of, when looked at from the right perspective, those hard times are going to be the times that you are really getting grounded in who you are, (laughs) you know? So it's about coming back again and 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 again to patience. And for me, patience is practiced by meditation, first and foremost, and journaling, doing the things I know help me find that connection, being in nature. But it's also by affirming to myself that I can do this. I can be patient. I can trust. I know that good is going to come from this. And then there's another side of receptivity. And it's not just that connection with ourselves. It's that connection with others, right? So 
It's about allowing others to support us, being open to the kindness from others without feeling guilty. I think a lot of times women have this we have these these two sides of ourselves where we want support, we want care, we want love, but we also want to do everything on our own because nobody's going to give it to us. You know, like we're like, I'm not waiting around for no man. Like he's not going to give me money. I like want to do it all myself, which is great. But also we can't get too stuck in that feeling of independence that we're not open to receiving help from friends, whether they're male, female, whatever, whatever gender, our family, maybe people who are not direct family members but feel like family, as well as, you know, I I truly believe, and whatever your beliefs are, just adapt this to be, you know, whatever you believe, There is support out there for us through nature and through, I don't know what it is, like spirits, angels, the divine, God, whoever, the universe. When I get really still, I feel this presence, this connection to humanity, to the earth, to the trees, to the universe, this connection that we're not alone. We are not alone. (laughs) Physically, spiritually, emotionally, we are never, ever, ever, ever alone. And if we can open ourselves up to that and sometimes be like, I need help. I need to turn this over. Then help will show up. Help, support. I mean, there's been times where help has shown up for me in so many ways. Emotionally financially, physical things like having a place to stay when I need it, having food, having, you know, people offering me things like yoga classes, help shows up in an amazing variety, amazingly creative and variety and in all sorts of forms. And if we can recognize when we are trying, when someone or the universe is trying to help us, we are slowly opening the door to receive more. And by being open to receive more, we can give more. That giving and receiving is, it's directly related, right? If we I, I listened to this great podcast with um, a, one of my teachers. Her name is Elizabeth D'Alto. And she talked about how if we are not good at receiving, we're not as good at givers as we think we are. Because our giving is going to be from a place like, I'm giving this to you, but I'm expecting this in return. Or... It's just setting this, this, this pressure in your giving where if you're open to receiving, you feel a more natural flow versus a forced flow, a forced cycle of giving and receiving. 
you want to be open with both, right? You want that energy to be easily circulated. So many of us are great givers or what we think of as great givers or we want to be great givers, but we also have to be receivers. And you're already doing that in some ways by, you know, like you signed up for this course. That's a big deal. That's a big thing to give to yourself and to sign up to be like, I'm going to put myself out there to be supported by these other people and by me, you know? And because you're doing that for yourself, you're initiating the receiving because we can always cut it off. You're initiating the receiving. And by doing that, your capacity to give is going to be so much more. So that's all I have to say about receptivity. It's about trust. It's about patience. It's about compassion for ourselves. And ultimately, it it helps us give more. So do the practices, do the meditation. And I love you all. I hope you're feeling open. I hope you're feeling ready to take on your day. Have a great day. Bye.